there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salt. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Good, mate. Pretty good, thank you, Cam. It's been a while and I'm, I'm looking forward to to banting with the gang. Bants. Yeah. Well, this week we're going to talk about a couple of natural disasters. One far more serious than the other. The, the sort of thing that has um, taken over the conspiracy world for the past few weeks has been the wildfires in Maui. And so I thought it would be good to talk about, but then it's just this thing that I don't know if anyone's ever raised this before, this idea that just everything is a conspiracy now. Yeah. Mm, mm, Interesting. And yeah, definitely this is a good example of how just literally every stupid little idea they managed to just fit these fires into. Like I saw the QAnon people like, oh, they, you know, they were, it was all to cover up them taking children and the 15-minute city people like, it's all so they can put in a 15-minute city. Right. And the laser people like, it was lasers. All I, I did see st- some hunt- stupid stuff. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Yeah, Hunter <laughs> Biden laptop. I've only got one comment, so we can start there, eh? Yep, go ahead. Uh, this is from Reddit. Uh, there was a second Hunter Biden laptop. This one was way worse than the first, and if revealed, would cause a global uprising. The laptop was in the custody of a Biden family insider who turned against the family and sought justice. He lived in Lahaina, Maui, and held the evidence at a vault there. So Biden had to take out the lasers. That's laptop and laser gear. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, this just any, anyone can get their little piece of a conspiracy these days. It's just it's frustrating because it's like these are people that spend so much time thinking about this stuff. But if you did actually think about this stuff critically for like more than a few minutes, you'd be like, well, why would you burn? If you wanted to put in a 15 minute city, why would you destroy everything? Or if you wanted, if you wanted to kidnap children, why, why do you have to cover it up like this? Mm. Uh, just so if people aren't aware, uh, the wildfires have killed 115 people. Mm. Still a lot of people missing, uh, in the town of, like, uh, I don't think I've, I'm going to pronounce this correct. Lahaina or Lahaina? Yeah. So, you know, not, not a good situation. Not to sound but, ignorant, but are the hmm. fires still burning? Uh, I don't think so. No. Right. No, I don't think so. Um, but no. Not, not to but, sound callous and like worrying just too much about my, my soon to come trip to Hawaii or anything. Well, I mean, that, that's certainly been a, a big discussion of like, people traveling there and people taking holidays anywhere in, in Hawaii or even on that mm. island, even though it's not anywhere near the bushfires, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, can you not? And then there's other people saying we need to keep the economy going still. And, and this is a big mm. part of a lot of livelihoods. Tourism in Hawaii, and I think this is going to be increasingly everywhere, is starting to become a, a pretty hot topic just because tourism does a lot of damage to, to the environment and, and to yeah. – the the places uh, that that you know are, are really popular. If you look at you know a lot of a lot of places in Vietnam where just entire um, forests are being torn down and resorts are going up, and I'm assuming Hawaii is pretty similar. I've not been there, but yeah, it's certainly a um, 
an interesting one that the whole mm. tourism economy as as uh, these things happen yeah i mean i'm just transiting through there i'm not actually there for a holiday yeah yeah that's all right not part of the problem <laughs> never said you were <laughs> just clearing that up <laughs> don't cancel salty for taking a little trip to america <laughs> don't cancel me for just being that's the cheapest way to get back to australia <laughs> yeah yeah so as, as as you know with everything these days as cam said Everything is just a conspiracy. And uh, it certainly didn't help that the chief of police for the area was also the chief of police in Las Vegas at the time of the Mandalay Bay shooting. Yep. Right. I saw quite a bit being made of that. But again, it's like, you know, there's only so many people who are qualified to be the chief of police anywhere, right? And they, <laughs> they move around. Yeah. You've probably had a, a – it's probably been a pretty stressful time. I mean, even being the chief of police – on a, on a normal day in Vegas, it's probably pretty stressful. So he's probably like, let's let's take this cushy job in a small town in, in Maui and live by the beach. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's not just going to take his 30 and uh, take his pension and go home. Like, he, he can have other jobs. Mm, mm. I've been watching The Wire. It's all about, <laughs> taking, it's all about taking your 30. Right. What does taking your 30 mean? I think it's when you've worked for 30 years and you get your, your pension. Uh, yeah. But you want to go out on the on a commissioner's pension. You don't want to be you don't want to be busted back down to major and going out on a major's pension. Ugh. Is major a rank in the police splitting hairs? Yes, it is. Really, Robbo? I've been watching The Wire. I know what I'm talking about. Mm, no, I'm sorry, you got me there. And that's what? just that's just the police, Robbo. If you want to know what's happening out on the corner, I can tell you that as well. Uh, <laughs> you can. All right. Do we want to run through some of the the grab bag that we've come across then? Yeah. So. The big one that I saw is people are like, why did – I'm seeing cars that are burnt. I'm seeing that houses that are burnt, you know, burnt to the ground. And then right next to them, are, there are these trees still standing. How could that happen if it was an ordinary fire? And it's like we saw the, – the thing is we've seen all of this stuff before. I think we, we've done an episode about the bushfire conspiracies in Australia, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I think we did some wildfire grab bag because I think California was in the mix too. And right. a lot of that, I remember sort of talking about how the fast rail, which comes up a little bit in this as well, you know, mm. fast rail maps go along where these oh, fires correct. were. Yeah. Right. Uh, like what, what I've noticed is like all of those conspiracy theories that started in Australia, Aussie, 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 and then yeah. got recycled into America. And then I think maybe got recycled a bit here in like another fire season and are now being recycled back into America. But what I, I was seeing these people being like, oh, there's still stuff standing and, but this car's completely destroyed. Why is there still a tree there? And I'm reading the text and I'm like, well, you know, that's one of the tricky things about a bushfire is that sometimes it's a little bit random. Yeah. And Mm, it's like, it's, it's a real cosmic unfairness of these events is that, you know, Sometimes there might be one house that's burnt down or all of the houses, you know, in the street are burnt down except for one. And yeah. It's like, why Why has that house been spared and these others are all gone? Well, it's just the way the fire works, you know. It's chaotic. It's random. Mm. And so I sort of get people being like, I want to, I want something to explain this cosmic unfairness. And that's like at the heart of all conspiracy theories, right? I just want. Something to explain the cosmic unfairness. I don't really want to think it's because the universe doesn't care. I want to think that there was something malicious going on, and that's why these things all got destroyed, and these things are still standing. Mm. Like, that's sort of a – I think it's a little stupid, but it's an impulse that I understand. So I'm reading this stuff, and I'm thinking that's the impulse. I'll feel a little bit of empathy for these idiots. Mm. Then I look at the photos – and they're like, there's this photo of this car that's burnt down and there's these houses that are burnt down and these trees that they, they're like, these trees are still standing. Those trees are like burnt husks. Mm. <laughs> like they would blow over. If you blew on them, they would just dissolve. Like a cartoon. <laughs> so it's like, it's not even what they're saying. <laughs> it is. Yeah, like a- the fire has just gone through and destroyed everything. There's nothing standing. There are a couple of really, really bad examples of this that I saw. Um, one that's gotten really popular is a guy called Eric West, who is a you is a Hawaii real estate guy. Um, all of his videos, like TikTok and YouTube and stuff, have HawaiiRealEstate.org on the bottom, 
um, which I thought, because he's doing some fundraising as well, I thought that he would be raising funds through that website. But no, it's just real estate listings on hawaiirealestate.org. Uh, but he's become, he done a, did a video recently on Instagram, like today or the day before, where he's like, oh, I, I'm being fired from my real estate job, which I don't think that's how it really works in real estate, especially in that part of the world. I think you work for a firm, but you're a contractor. But they're basically like, you can't keep working for us or with us because you're cooked. Because he's, he's being a citizen journalist, he's going around filming people. Uh, he's been sort of saying he's raising money for a charity, but the charity is all in his son's name. Yeah, it was all of the money was like coming to him. <laughs> yeah, and going to his son's bank account. And everyone's like, that's a bit sus. Uh, you know, there's, there's legitimate ways to do it without, you know, the, the taxation laws around charities are different. And he's saying, if I do it in my son's name or bank account, I won't. we won't have to pay tax on it. And I think a lot of people are like, uh, I don't think that's how this works. No. You're, you're essentially committing tax fraud right now. He, yeah, so he's a, he's a complete fuckwit, really. He, he's not from Hawaii as well, and he's done a lot of videos around, like, Hawaii homelessness in Hawaii, and he's gone around filming people even pre this. But now he's being sort of called out for filming people that are, like, displaced from their homes and using them as, you know, drive for to drive money to his charity things. And then they're like afterwards being like, he came and filmed us and claimed we're homeless. We just like, yeah, we are because our house burnt down, but we don't need to be used as a, a face of his charity. Like this is so weird. Um, but it's kind of this weird thing where he's a, a real estate guy. Like, it's his whole thing. And then he's like, oh, we need to fix this homelessness problem. It's like, I don't know. You could maybe <laughs> stop selling houses to, to rich people. Uh the, you know, using investment properties. I feel like there's a, a disconnect in this thinking. Anyway, he got one video where he finds a car that's been burnt out and he's all like, oh, how is it burnt out? You know, the fire's, you know, this is right on the edge of the fire and, you know, there's charred grass around here, but, you know, it's not really close. Uh, but, like, there's just charred stuff everywhere. And he's pointing this car saying there's nothing, you know, nothing around that that's, that's burnt down at all. You just see like black grass all around it. <laughs> like I think it just caught fire. Like there's no other. Um, yeah, he's a real dodgy, and people are lapping that one up and sharing it round, uh, just all over the place. I saw some stuff that was like oh, he's being cancelled because he's telling us the truth about the lasers or whatever. Mm. And it's like I think he's being cancelled one for the charity fraud. And two, because he's like, he's just, besides everything, he's just an asshole. Like, he's going around and he's filming these people without permission, which is, you know, whatever. It's not good. But then there's, like, these kids playing and he's, like, telling him to shut up because <laughs> he's trying to film. <laughs> and it's like, you're intruding into their, their space. I think he's just robbed people the wrong way. So if he's been cancelled, it's just because he comes across as a total D-bag. Yeah, he there is um, some accounts, a couple on TikTok and Instagram that are, I think it's Howley Go Home, uh, which is like basically white people go get the hell out of Hawaii. Is um, I don't know what Howley means, H A O L E, uh, but he's being called out by one of them, one of those accounts of like you know you're basically a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop doing anything you're doing. Uh, Howley means someone who's foreign, um, but generally used for Europeans. So, yeah, he's he's being, I guess, in that sense, as a as much as white people everywhere are kind of being cancelled, he's, he's he's getting <laughs> caught up in that. <laughs> All right, Richard Spencer. Well, no, there is, I guess, uh, part of that. Um, so I was listening to this other podcast where they were talking about it was the Investigate Earth Conspiracy podcast, but they were talking about how. You know, one of the hosts is like grandma is part uh, Native American. And he's sort of saying, you know, they're talking about how these, um, one of the theories is this is a land grab, you know, burn burn down all the land and then sell it to developers. And he's like, this is what happened with uh, Indian reservations. Um, this is what happened in slavery. And now uh, it's a land grab, you know, to get rid of the people from Hawaii. And he goes, there's a common denominator here, but it's not race. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I think the common denominator in all these things is is white people. <laughs> What's um, the common denominator? It wasn't really clear. I don't think he just kind of said it was the, it was like the people in charge, but 
he didn't say who that was. Uh, so it was kind of a strange one. He al- he almost got to colonialism, colonialism is bad, but just fell short of that one. Yeah. The, the same pod, same podcast, they uh, also misunderstood the entire concept of Australia. Um, they're talking about how bushfires don't really happen in, in island nations because it's, you know, so, so wet and they're so coastal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, but, but, you know, it happened in Australia, but, you know, Australia, uh, it happened in the desert of Australia. So that's how it happened there. <laughs> so, oh, you don't really understand what Australia is. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> what a desert is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll just finish because I've got a couple of things on this guy. I'll just finish this this bit with um, he almost got to you know jet jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams because in all these fires people are looking at the cars burnt out and like you know going oh look at how did it burn hot enough to melt a car or melt the aluminium um, you know and it's just like nine eleven where you know it wouldn't wouldn't melt steel beams uh, but when a, a fuel tanker explodes under a like an overpass, which I think might have happened recently, they have to get engineers out to check the the overpass to make sure it's still, you know, intact. Uh, so we know that it weakens structures. The fire will weaken a structure, but it won't melt it. Then he was trying to understand how, you know, if it, if it couldn't melt the steel beams, how did the the building collapse? He didn't make the link between the weakening structure and the building <laughs> collapse. Uh, just just fell short of a couple of things. The uh, investigate. Earth Conspiracy Podcast. Oh, they also said you can't even go to Antarctica as well. Antarctica's a big secret. Uh, you can't go there. That would surely, if your whole job is to investigate the Earth, that's got to be a problem, right? That's a, quite yeah. a big chunk of it. Mm, mm, absolutely. Uh, he could just get a ticket on a cruise ship and go down there. It's really easy to get to Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, but they, they talked about a Navy SEAL who worked down there and said that uh, Antarctica is where they, which kind of, negates him saying that you can't actually go to Antarctica and then saying this person was there, uh, but uh, said that the Christchurch earthquakes were, were triggered from Antarctica by, um, like, earthquake machines down there, owned by the Americans, which is strange. Anyway, it's the Investigator Earth podcast. Now, Robo, what was going on with the blue paint? Hmm. Well, there was a photo. I think it all started from this photo of... Oprah's no Obama's house that has a real cooked, uh, like a real, real intense blue. If you, I think if you Google blue house Hawaii and go into images, you'll see, yeah, there's a house with a real intense blue roof to the point where it kind of looks like a video game. Uh, at first, I thought it was like a, a 3D render of a video game or something, but people are saying this is Barack Obama's mansion. Um, and all the celebs are, are painting their houses blue because blue won't burn in the in the fires. And then they found all these examples of things that were pretty burnt, but you could still tell they were blue. Yeah, uh, I saw one of a boat that was completely burnt out, and uh, just kind of could see it was blue. There's the umbrellas photos of of some umbrellas that are doing the rounds. Yeah, they're not burnt, but you know, like uh, I don't know the the burning property of thick canvas umbrellas. And also fire is random, as we've said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, and then there's this other thing around TikTok of someone burning different cloths with a laser and the blue one won't burn. Uh, I don't know when like when that um, was done, whether it was before this or after this. I've seen people point out that when they're burning things, there's steam rising up from underneath. So there's basically something underneath the, the cloth that's triggering the burning, not the actual cloth. Right. It's just not under the, the blue one. Um, but it's, I guess that's all part of the, the directed energy weapons, which is kind of the, the big one here with people saying it's the space lasers or, or whoever's doing it. Uh, and, you know, blue, whatever frequency they're burning with, blue will, will negate that. So if you paint your house blue, if you're Barack Obama, you want to make sure when you're living in a hellfire zone where people are dying that you're still safe. Yeah. But if you're Barack Obama, you still want to live in that zone for some reason. You don't want to use your millions of dollars to go to go somewhere else. Um, so yeah, paint paint things blue. Someone pointed out the frequency of the color blue uh, in like megahertz or something. You don't want to have a guess of that. Oh, it'd be like I don't know, three hundred and twelve. No higher. Four twenty, bit higher than four twenty. Nine hundred and seventy-eight. No, a bit lower. Oh, 
Uh, I, could, I, could, I don't think I could guess. Robert? Well, sorry, there's a decimal point in there, so it's a lot lower than 978. <laughs> uh, 6.66. Oh. Whoa. Mm. Which is, I think, just general, like, generic blue, which is definitely not what this colour is on this house. <laughs> the house is, like, insane, modern. Whatever that frequency is, it's vibrating high. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, paint your things blue. You avoid the lasers. And, look, some of the videos that people are sharing of, you know, blue things not being burnt, yeah, you go, oh, wow, how did that not burn? But making the leap to being like people are painting things blue because it doesn't burn is just, come on. Yeah. Blue no. also stands out quite a lot. So there's probably a lot of red things that also didn't burn, mm. green things that didn't burn, but because they're in an environment that's probably pretty green and pretty sort of brownie and burnt. Yeah. Like the most common car color is white, but no one would notice if a you know slightly charred white car isn't burnt. Yeah. Yeah, lots of lots of burnt stuff. Um, the only other thing, and this this lady's going to come back up on the news uh, later on, but you guys are, remember one Tiffany Gomez? Yeah. The uh, people that don't remember, she was the lady that freaked out on the plane recently and said that this motherfucker was not real. Uh, she's she's finally kind of uh, made herself public and and come out, and now she's just trying to cash in. So she's uh, created some merchandise. Right. For the the fires, uh, a little oh. t-shirt that says um, "Wait, what that al- connection?" To the our alo- uh, I don't know. Maybe she's she looks like the kind of person that would like holiday there, so maybe she stays there sometime. Anyway, it says, "Yeah, our aloha never dies." It's all black and white. There's the Hawaiian, I think it's the Hawaiian flag, and the word aloha is is tropical. Hmm. It's a fucking hideous t-shirt. I will say this is my judgment, which is binding. Uh, Tiffany Gomez is allowed to get one bag, which is relating to her own mental breakdown, from which many people profited. Mm. So if she wants to get a bag based on that, that's fine. I'll allow it. Mm. Not 100% sure I'm on board with just stretching out into other tragedies yeah. or into real, yeah. into actual tragedies. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, but you know, if it's, I mean, if, she is if it's for charity, right? Yeah, she she uh, is I'll, trying. I'll, I'll allow it. You allow it. It's, You're it's allowed. She is trying to get the bag um, by sort of transitioning into a transitioning this into a, a mental health play. I reckon she's trying to go for the speaking circuit. And sort of say, you know, my my meltdown or my breakdown was in public, and this is the effects it has on me. So she's sort of going for an ambitious bag at the moment. So I think maybe, yeah, don't I, I kind of agree with you. She's maybe entitled to one bag, but I think stay focused on the one. Yeah, don't get don't get sidetracked into side side quests. Well, you don't want to take too many bags, and then they you got to check one, right? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other thing was uh, Stu Peters, oh, one of those r- right-wing fucking morons. Um, he was interviewing a Hawaiian guy and he said uh, apparently some firefighters didn't completely put out the fire, which is a, a problem in these f- sorts of fires because embers burn for days. And then the winds kicked up and, and um, you know, the fire restarted again. And his, his lesson, Stu Peters' lesson from that is uh, something he learned at a young age was to make sure a fire's out when you're putting it out. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Stu. <laughs> and and the, firefighter, the firefighters just walked away from that. But the guy he was interviewing, who was Hawaiian, was like, oh, a lot of those firefighters were locals and lost their homes as well. Like, don't try to slam them. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's like these lazy firefighters are like, oh, job done, I suppose. Yep. yep. What a bloody but goose. If only they had learned the, the, less, the lesson that Stu Peters did as a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's all I've got. It's same old stuff. I mean, as you said, Cam, all the QAnon stuff's wrapped in. 15-minute cities or 30-minute cities or 20-minute cities, whatever one you want to read into, that's all into this as well. People are – so I guess one of the sort of ongoing sort of background theories, which maybe there is a little bit of credibility in, and here we go, um, is that – Real estate developers are trying to buy up a lot of land in Hawaii and are buying up a lot of land in Hawaii. And this part of Hawaii was was one of those places. Um, so people are like, 
you know, they're, they're burning it down so Oprah Winfrey can buy all the land. Um, real estate developers burning things down so they can uh, don't have to, you know, follow the laws. So it happens in um, UK quite a bit where they buy an old pub that's heritage listed and then, like, suddenly it burns down. Yeah. Uh, and there's, 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 you know, quite a few examples of that. Uh, so the the theory that real estate developers are f- cunts and would burn a shit burn shit down so they can make a lot of money, I I think isn't a bad one. No, it's not outside the realms of possibility. But that doesn't seem to be where most of these people's minds go. No, they they jump from that, and that's sort of in the background to uh, it's it's laser beams, it's directed energy, and it's Oprah Winfrey's fault. Um, yeah, all, all of that stuff's just lumped in, and, and it's a bit of a shame because, you know, as I said, there, there's all that kind of backdrop of Hawaiian tourism and development, um, colonialism, and and then real estate developers. It's all in there, and these are things that you'd like people to be talking about, but it just gets muddied and, and stomped upon by these fucking cookers. Speaking of muddy things. Yeah, over in Las Vegas in Nevada, is that where Burning Man happens? Somewhere in the desert, yeah. There's been just flooding in in Las Vegas, right? That's what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Lots of rain. And yeah. it has had the effect of turning the Burning Man festival into a Lord of the Flies situation, which is good. Let them fight it out over their comp shells out in the desert. But, uh, Robbo, you've seen some Burning Man conspiracies. I haven't really seen much about what's going on over there. So what's happened? So rain Bur- heaps and the festival's been like flooded. Yeah. So Burning Man, um, uh, I, I, it kind of somehow evolved from being like a a bit of a hippie dance festival into like a tech bro thing, right? Mm. So people are like, this is just all crypto tech bro douchebags in the desert. Um, right. uh, so what's happened is, well, for a start, there was some climate protesters climate uh, protesting, blocking them to get in um, because the like the toll on the environment that's setting up, a, it's a city of like 80,000 people that they build here, um, you know, temporarily once a year. So like the toll on the environment is, is really quite, quite nasty. Mm. So there was protesters blocking it with a semi-trailer. Um, they called the cops, the the people trying to get into Burning Man, uh, and told someone told the cops that the protesters had a gun. Uh, so that resulted in a really awful situation where the, you know, American cops pulled guns on someone um, unsurprisingly, and yeah, so that was the start of it, and then suddenly there's all these big flooding alerts, and the the site that Burning Man is on is a an old lake that's dried up. Um, so when it rains, it's just going to pull into that lake. Mm. Uh, so there's you know all these people stuck there. They they've been told to shelter in place. There's no really way in or out because everything's flooded around them, and it's just turning into mud. So they should have. Just been if they had been kept out, they would be fine. Yeah, absolutely. The climate people, uh, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a premonition, I guess. Um, I watched a little bit from Patriot Cannabis Co. on, I want to say Rumble, either Rumble or the other one, Brighton. Um, he was, I thought he'd have better gear, given his name is Patriot Cannabis Co., Yep. But he was just obsessed with like, yeah, he was just obsessed with zooming in on the videos and seeing if it was, he could see any turds, <laughs> uh, his word. Um, did you see any turds float by? Is that a turd? Uh, yeah, that was pretty boring, uh, Patriot Cannabis Co. Lay off the reefer, buddy. Um, lots of satanic ritual stuff there, though, because Burning Man, you know, has a totem that they burn at the end. There's, you know, weird art, weirdos doing art installations. So, you know, all the satanic stuff's coming up. Alex Jones hasn't jumped on it too much at this point, but he had uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the, was she a senator or something? Uh, maybe a congressperson? Yeah. She's far too cooked to be anything. <laughs> yep. Uh, so she was on Alex Jones today saying that they are brainwashing people to believe in climate change to by having these climate emergencies. <laughs> so this is all a trick uh, to brainwash everyone by yeah, having I bad mean, weather. That'll, that'll do it. Like that's, yeah. that's one way to get people to accept that uh, we're in the midst of a climate emergency. Is by having a climate emergency? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that'll. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, they're yeah. coming. They are, are they coming. Are they coming? <laughs> I mean, being a what is she? You say congresswoman? Mm. Like she is the one in power. She's part of the. Like, how does she not see this? That everything she's seeing in, in her job is like how the how the power structures work, and she's somehow still convinced that there's like a secret thing happening. Mm. Laura Loomer. Oh yeah. Uh, former Infowars guest, uh, famous for chaining herself to Twitter. Did she get back bad. on Twitter? Yeah, she's back there now. Oh, thank God. Uh, because she tweeted that this is a, a lockdown to so they could release Ebola. So they locked down the, the whole site, and then uh, there's a rumour that Ebola's been going around. Right. Uh, Burning Man, which is, is completely fake. There's no no truth to that at all, or no evidence to that. Um, but yeah, she's claiming, and a few other people are claiming that this is yeah intentionally to release Ebola, and then that it will be widely circulated in the states, and then uh, we'll go into more lockdowns. Thanks, which Matt, Laura. is I did yeah. say I, I felt like the Ebola thing was amplified by the fact that people thought it would be funny if they were all sort of shitting themselves to death in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> which you can do even if you don't have Ebola. Just like a, a tummy bug will do that to you. Yeah. I did watch a stream called the NPC show where they were looking for Ebola updates. So they went to the trusted news source, the AR-15 forums, uh, forum for people that <laughs> love AR-15s. Yep. And um, look, unsurprisingly, people at the AR-15 forums are suggesting that we start stockpiling guns and ammo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a result of this. Yeah. Particular, any particular guns? Uh, look, they didn't say, but uh, I I like an old old timey pistols. <laughs> no, I think they a need musket? to get an, an assault rifle fifteen, which I believe is what AR stands for. Yep. They also pointed out the that Ebola is not like the flu, uh, and they said that this this couple went to Fiji and died in Fiji uh, when they like they got off the flight and they got really sick immediately, uh, and when they died and when they went to open the body bags, the people were completely turned to liquid. Inside the body bags. Mm. Um, I looked this up because I remember this case happening and basically it looks like these people got poisoned or ate something and got real sick and, and died um, but didn't infect anyone else. And um, I, It was kind of, I think it was just before COVID or as COVID was kicking off. So it was like, oh, is this is this a COVID thing? Uh, and then it wasn't. So, yeah, they their, their bodies did not turn to liquid. No, they um, become forbidden... Smoothies. No. Uh, also, someone on the uh, AR15 forum said, uh, after what happened at Woodstock 99, it's no surprise that it's happening here, uh, which is an insane take because Woodstock 99 was 24 years ago at this point, and there have been many festivals since. Yeah. There have been famously disastrous festivals much more recently. <laughs> it's, it's really like guy who's only been to one festival. <laughs> like a goes real, to Burning Man, real Woodstock '99 vibe off there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was a, a pretty, pretty unique take on it. Getting a real big day out 2006 vibe off this. They <laughs> <laughs> did have see people like uh, so a lot of comments I found around Reddit of people saying, "Oh, everyone's still there and partying, and you know they're still doing their whatever they're doing there, and it's just a bit wetter," which is probably true. Mm. Like you're there and you've probably got a bunch of drugs and there's probably some music playing, but it's probably not fun. You're probably like, um, you know, it's not like it would be if it was sunny, but you're still going to have a little bit of a fun, right? Yeah, a bit of yeah, bit, bit of Molly in the mud. It'll be fine. That's Molly just, in the mud. Have you uh, have you ever seen that interview of, with Nick Kroll talking about just being off his nut at Burning Man? Oh, I think it rings a bell. Yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. Yeah, I do remember that. Burning Man sounds. There's a time when I would think it would be the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I just like ugh. <laughs> I think it's just the people just seem so insufferable. Yeah, I also have a lot of dust, and I wear hard contact lenses, so that would be. Oh mate, I need a to nightmare. I need to wear steampunk goggles, which <laughs> you know, <laughs> looking more and more appealing by the second for you. Yeah, yeah. everything's coming up Millhouse in that situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, uh, it, but what I am surprised by, this, so this is still going, like as we're recording this, I think it's still another day of bad weather forecast. Um, but we're not, I don't think we're seeing enough updates. I feel like we should be getting like live streams of this and I haven't really seen any. Maybe there's no coverage, mate. It's out in the desert. They're all tech bros. Surely there's like a Starlink in the mix. Yeah, that's, that's oh, satellite. Yeah, so it'd have to be, right? There's a private airport there. So like people take private jets to it and stuff. <laughs> that's not in the yeah. spirit of it. It's not in the spirit of it. You can see why climate protesters are, are like, can you not? Yeah. Anyway. Alrighty. We got some news. Yeah. Hey. All right. As just discussed, uh, Tiffany Gomez. So she she got sprung by TMZ at, at an airport. Uh, and then, like, I don't know what they were expecting. And then when they were like, can you describe your delusion? To us, mm. she she played coy. It's like I don't think so. I don't know if she was being coy per se. Um, a couple of a lot of people have uh, don't believe she's the real Tiffany Gomez or the real lady from the freakout. Oh yeah, because um, her hair is slightly darker. Because right. um, she yeah. looks quite blonde in the in the in the first one, and now her hair looks darker and her complexion looks a little bit darker. Um, but in that interview you're talking about, Cam, she's wearing the same top as she was in the first one mm. so people are like oh, they're just so lazy they just got someone that kind of looks like it and put them in the same top um yeah. i will say i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna rescind my earlier ruling you know it's completely different lighting between these photos right you know she's on a well-lit plane in the video she's in the like shadow <laughs> like it is clearly the same person Oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be recognised as the woman who freaked out on the plane. But I will just wear exactly what I was wearing when that happened. Mm. I don't mm. know. One bag. Yeah. I allow one bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe she needs to lay off the bags. She's uh, getting on a plane next time. Um, Robo, I think you have a, a little theme song to play for this next one. Oh. <laughs> We were in Scotland. Everybody enjoyed the lake. Someone took a photo of a rock. It wasn't a rock. It was a Loch Ness Monster. Loch Monster. Loch Monster. Uh, Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> running the brewery taking a lot of time, Robbie? <laughs> Pretty busy. Uh, working from home today, Cam, and gave myself a little treat. I uh, forgot to eat at the start, so I need to go back and read at the start. So it starts a bit quicker, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Lo- it wrote itself, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Little uh, Lockdown News. Uh, what have we got, Robbie? So there's a big old. Um, Is there a hunt on? Yeah. Like the Loch Ness Monster, oh, sorry, not, the Loch Ness Tourism, like whatever they're called. It, to have said, oh, we, you know, we need to get everyone in to, you know, do a big search. So people, lots of people are at Loch Ness now doing photos and, you know, it's a tourism thing, which is fair enough. Like, That's fine. Get, get, get the bank, Loch, Loch Ness yeah. tourism. <laughs> the Loch Ness people are allowed a bag as well, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, I been- mean, what it, the only other bag available to them is uh, promoting Alistair Crowley's lakeside matter, right? Yeah. And they're not doing that at all, are they? So No. Uh, Come see where Alistair Crowley did some real sick sex magic, just spunking over everything, lighting candles. Now, if you've got a Loch Ness Monster, you know, if you've got it, flaunt it, as I say. Yep. Uh, so there's been a, a compelling photo coming out of this one mm. um, of looks like a creature zoomed in, but you can't really see much. Um. And everyone's like, oh, this is the best best evidence, best new evidence of the Loch Ness Monster that we've ever seen since the famous surgeon's photo, which is the famous photo. Uh, come out, though, people have done some, you know, experts have looked at it and suggested that it's not a Loch Ness Monster, but in fact a sturgeon. Mm. So this is the so sturgeons. From, sur- from, from sturgeons to sturgeons. They bloody, yeah, yeah. They're calling Jeremy Wade or something. Who's Jeremy Wade? Jeremy Wade, the the River Monsters guy. Mm. 
I don't think so. Maybe they need to get him in the mix. I think he, he actually already has done a show on the Loch Ness Monster, and I'm pretty sure that he determined that it was probably most likely a sturgeon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, from surgeon photo to sturgeon photo. Uh, I've just looked Google image sturgeons. Look like pretty happy little guys. Mm. Pretty cool looking little fish. I mean, when I see this the new sighting of Loch Ness Monster captured in most exciting photos ever, like, is that the Loch Ness Monster's booty that I'm looking at? Little booty cheeks sticking out out of, out of the water? Uh, are we, are we getting mooned? No, I don't think so. I mean, and two big cheeks. Yeah, just the, the tippy top of two big cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Are you are you suggesting the Loch Ness monster is caked up? <laughs> I, might, I may well <laughs> be suggesting that Nessie claps them cheeks. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I don't want to be suggesting that. That's just <laughs> what the photographic evidence suggested. Yeah. Have you guys seen the guy that? Does the videos where he's got a giant ass and he's walking around with like a team of security guards? Robo, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't, again, but I don't want to. Um, I do know what you mean. Yeah. he. Uh, I've watched a bunch of his videos. He's done a few different things. And look, the security ones with the big, the big posterior are bloody great. I think they're great. <laughs> Really I haven't seen them. Do I need to see them, Cam? You don't, yeah, no, f- none of this is stuff you need to see. Nothing we've talked about you needed to know about. All right, man. Thanks. I'll, I'll send you a link, Salto. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Loch Ness Monster, um, that's about it. Yeah, it can twerk like anything. Yeah. Uh, next item here, there's been more Sound of Freedom controversy. Uh, just before we get into this, uh, Sound of Freedom opened in Australia since we last did our episode on it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I, I haven't looked at the box office numbers, mm. but every now and then I've opened up like uh, the Hoyts app and gone to the Sound of Freedom screenings and had a look to see uh, how they're selling because, you know, you can, mm. you can go to buy a ticket and it'll show you how many seats are free. And I'll have to say, there have been a lot of free seats every time I've looked, <laughs> mm. including on, like, opening day. I, I checked it out. And, like, there was a few seats had moved, but uh, I think that my prediction in our Sound of Freedom episode that it was going to flop here <laughs> might yet come to pass. Yeah. Um, we can look at the numbers, right? Box office. Uh, Equalizer 3 is on top. Ooh. It's knocked off Barbie after like eight weeks or however long Barbie's been out for. Um, what is it called? Sound of Freedom. The Sound of Freedom. Are you looking at Australian box office? I'm looking at box office mojo. Uh, so international, it has done 800,000 versus domestically in America, uh, 180 million. Yeah, so <laughs> it hasn't done so crash hard, eh? No. Um, in New Zealand, it's done 250,000. That's quite a lot. So it's done 800,000 totes, or was that Australia? Worldwide. Worldwide. And so out Isn't of that, it? New Zealand is like a quarter. Yeah. More than a quarter. Well, there you go. <laughs> what's, a, what's a movie ticket cost? 18 bucks? Yeah, 20 bucks. So that's cheap Tuesdays. 12. Yeah. So at 20 bucks, I'm assuming that's how they calculate the full box office. 12,000 tickets? Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Punch doesn't list as- for cookers. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't list Australia in this listing. Uh, United Arab Emirates has done 320,000. Um, and New Zealand second. So New Zealand looks like the best, third biggest market for it. Yeah. Although I wonder how many of those seats had people sitting in them. Mm, mm. True, true. Um, but anyway, there's been more controversy around the the uh, the bloke, Tim Ballard, mm. and the organisation. Uh, are you up on that, Robbo? Well, I'm kind of up on that people have been harassing, um, like, real survivors. Mm. So, like, now that the, the cook is, 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 like, all invested, there's so many people all invested in child trafficking, but only through the lens of, like, this kind of QAnon stuff. That people, the real survivors are coming out and, you know, saying, oh, this is my story. And they're like, oh, this is not how it goes. You know, we've seen the movie and we know that it's, you know, secret 
sex trafficking dungeons uh, and not, you know, what has that happened to you? So they're undermining and now harassing survivors and advocates um, because, yeah, the Sound of Freedom camp is just doing it all all wrong and and presenting a really bad example. Uh, And obviously they get really angry about it because they're they're angry, angry, weird people. Um, The other thing is one of the – this was kind of done as like a – presented as one of the producers or one of the major backers of the organization or of the Sound of Freedom movie. Uh, they got done for, um, like, I think, child trafficking, essentially, or, or mm. being a pedophile. And so the headlines were like, you know, this person involved in financing the movie is as is, is guilty as, as the things that he's financing. But it was just like a, a Kickstarter supporter. Like, he chucked in five bucks or something. Yeah, I think um, he chucked in, like, a little bit of cash. But, yeah, he was not a... He was not an executive producer. Yeah, but the articles made it sound like he was like the top brass. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I don't know, not especially helpful. Anyway, uh, our final item here is from the Daily Mail, thank God, reporting on our co- our own Cooker senators. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who was this? Oh, Malcolm Roberts grilling Pfizer in Senate estimates on how many people from Pfizer left the company rather than yes. vaccinated? I think they said it was like a couple. Yeah, they just they didn't say how many. Yeah. Um, and so but, this is but, the Daily Mail, which is an, essentially an anti-vax publication, has then tried to turn it into they won't say how many left because they <laughs> if they did, it would be like, you know, hundreds. They didn't trust their own product. <laughs> Well, that, that's how it's been presented. Uh, I came across this through Reddit uh, conspiracy, I think, and it was like you know, Pfizer imported a special batch just for its employees, uh, which I think they might have done just like you know, as it was being rolled out around the world, their employees got first dibs. Isn't that one of the perks of working for Pfizer? <laughs> Absolutely. And then, then yeah, they said, "Oh, you know, did did staff quit?" And they were like, "Yep." Um, but this is like, so Pauline Hansel, Pauline Hansen, the head of one nation is, I think she's initiated this, um, this whole inquiry. And so Pfizer said that, you know, no one, um, no one in, in Australia was like forced to get the shots. And then the follow up question from the senators were like, oh, what about your own employees? You know, they had to quit their jobs. And, you know, do you think that's forcing people? And they're like, nah, bloody, bloody, blah. They're the same shit. We're, we've still been doing this for two years at this point. Hmm. Um, anyway, that's what's happening in Australian politics. Nothing else happening in Australian politics, so. No. <laughs> uh, no, there's, uh, I guess the other thing, if we look locally, there's been quite a few conspiracy theories about The Voice, mm. which is coming up in a, a month and a bit, the referendum. I think mm. we've, we've sort of covered, I've covered these elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, did an episode of Yena Pasaran with Tom Tanaki the other day where we talked a bit about this. But yeah, essentially, I don't know. I don't think uh, this thing's going to get up. I don't know how mm. much of it is going to be because of these people like Pauline Hanson being like, oh, we found the document in the <laughs> cafe in Canberra that had what the, the voice is really going to be. <laughs> I think it's more going to be. Uh, there's a, a chunk of Australia that's you know, just still quite racist. I, I have seen conspiracy theories like really embedded in the No campaign. Mm. Um, again, sort of pretty mainstream, like mainstream voices essentially that are, are like pretty much full cooker. Is that is that something you've noticed, Cam? Is that like fair to say? Yeah, like there's there's people. This is the thing. Mainstream conservatism, sort of. It's there's not a lot of it left in terms of the mainstream, mm. uh, especially post pandemic. Like these people that are supposed to be the normal ones, just sort of, if not outright saying, hinting that uh, yeah, it's all part of the new world order <laughs> scheme. Mm. It's like, yeah. It's just stupid, but there's like not a, there's not a great deal you can do about it. Like if someone's like, oh, the the, the voice, you know, the Uluru statement from the heart is twenty six pages long, and you're like, oh, it's one page long. 
well, what does it matter if it's 26 pages long? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, it's not enough detail. But it's like 26 pages is a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. So which one do you want? Yeah, yeah. I'm not here when that's on. I have to figure out what I'm going to do, eh? You'll have to do a postal vote, mate. Yeah, we'll find an embassy wherever I am. Yeah, you'll be uh, able to find yeah. those. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you may have to postal vote. There's no embassies here. How come there's no Australian embassy in New Zealand? Or just not one in Westport? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty far, we're pretty far from everything here, Cam. I don't think there's one in Westport. I'll, I'll double check. I've never actually looked, but I'm pretty confident. Uh, yeah. All right. See the Consulate General of Australia? <laughs> yes. Let's let's do this admin off air. Uh, <laughs> we'll, wrap, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Robbo, where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, you can get me on Blue Sky. Yep. Luke Rules. LukeRules.bsky.social. Is that what they are? Whatever it is. Just start typing Luke Rules and it'll pop up. Yeah. And they can get you behind the bar at a 10, Lindhurst, 10 Lindhurst Street, Westport, just mashing up some some tunes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be mashing up some mash. Hey, yep. Mash is, is part of the brewing process, Cam. You got us there. Hey. Uh, Salty, where do people find you? Fucking around the world, mate. Hey, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide over here. A nickname no one's taken before you, so oh, enjoy oh. it. <laughs> I'm going to ride with that. Uh, I, uh, look, uh, my socials are nothing at the moment, so don't worry about me. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on X.com. Oh! Or Sexenheimer on Blue Sky or Sexenheimer on Mastodon. And you can, of course, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash hypothapod. Thank you to Tammy. And thank you to everyone. All right. See you thank later. Thank you. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry Maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a war.